Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tabin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I mow lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm going to send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Bink, bink. Welcome to the Tavern Dillard Podcast, y'all guys. Season 3's episode 11-11. My name, Tavern Dillard. I'm Olans, I live in Chancellor Park, and I am glad that you have joined me on this week's of uh, the podcast, which is, uh, you know, it's like a radio show because it's for your ears. I appreciate y'all taking the time to join me here today, and there's quite a bit going on. I'm hot, y'all guys. I'm so hot. I had a big lemonade earlier. Now, lemonade isn't something I go to first things, you know, on hot days. I like a sweet tea. I like a Dr. Pepper, peach knee high, uh, glass of water. Uh, but I will do that uh, lemonade, and I got the ice over here. But I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna eat ice. I like to eat ice. I don't know how y'all guys do. I don't never leave no place like a McDonald's, Bud's Burger, Shed, Sonic, you name it, where I throw out the drink. I never put a, a drink cup in the trash can at a restaurant because that thing go with me. I get a refill up they got them, and I take that thing, and I end up eating all the ice, and then I throw that away in my trailer in the trash can or wherever, at a park or wherever I'm at, you know, when I finish that drink. But I'm usually leaving the restaurant with a refill, but it's very rare if I'm just throwing away that cup at the place where I got it from. Sorry, y'all guys. I seen that lemonade, and I was like, well, let me take one more swig. And I know, boy, I don't like people rattling ice in my ears. And I got a whole cup full of ice. I pretty much drank all that lemonade, so I'm done now. My, I have wet the whistle, and I am reasonably cool for being uh, this time of year, which is June, barely June now, almost July's. Uh, and there's a lot to talk about. And thanks for joining me. And like I said, there's there's quite a bit going on. Always seems like there is this time of year. It's been a week of water for me. A week of water. What kind of water, you ask? Well, how about the lake and the city poo? Now, I use them different kind of waters for different things. You can swim in the lake. A lot of folks do. I have swum in the lake. Sure, but I don't usually do that. I fish at the lake. And you know what I do at the city poo? Cannonballs. That's right. It's been all kind of watermelon helmet activity this week, too. And I've seen folks on the interwebs. On uh, Instagrams and TikToks and, and whatnot, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, posting or sharing, you know, some watermelon helmet stuff, getting crafty out there. And I did, I, you know, I'm not here to toot my own horn, but I will say that I have stepped up my watermelon helmet game this season with a two for one. And if you ain't seen the video, check it out. But I mean, that thing, it's like, a, I don't know if you remember them reversible jackets. Back in the days, uh, I feel like uh, members only might have tried something like that or something where, where you flip it one way and it's one color and they pockets on that side. You flip it the other way it's another color and there's pockets on that side. Now, I didn't get uh, pockets in my watermelon helmet or anything like that, but uh, you can see. I mean, you check out my watermelon helmet video. You'll know what I'm talking about. I posted them on interwebs uh, and, and was I guess you kind of call it a two for one. But before I get into some more water talk and swimming and fishing kind of thing, I got a question for you. And I mean right now, like this question is just for y'all listening to the Tabin Dillard podcast. Right now, I'm Tabin Dillard. This is a podcast, which is like a radio show. So here's my question 
Are you ready? Well, here go like this way. I was wondering if y'all would be interested in a Tabin Dillard podcast shirt. Might do stickers too, don't know. But first things now, you'd be, would you be interested in a Tabin Dillard podcast shirt? reason I ask is because what I have learned uh, is that folks that listen to my podcast and watch my videos have good ideas. And when y'all say you would like to see something, is worth listening to. And right now, y'all are listening because this being a podcast and all. But, I mean, I want to listen to y'all. If this is something you'd be interested in. Now, you can, sh- can you just, like, shoot me a text this week about it? Like, no, nah, I don't need another shirt, Tabin Dillard. Thanks, but no thanks. Or shoot me an email. All that info, uh, how to get in touch with me, my number and my, my email address is in the show notes. The Tabin Dillard podcast shirt is the question. Yes, no, any answers, fine. I just want to know what y'all think. And I may float this on social media at some point, but right now, it's a podcast-only question. So, I mean, I feel like the folks that would want a podcast shirt would be folks that listen to the podcast. I mean, I ain't a podcastologist, nothing like that, or a marketing specialist, but it's just the way my brain works. So, I got swim trunks. Uh, That's the truth. They ain't on right now, and I wear them down to the city poo. I don't wear my trunks to the lake because I'm down there trying to reel in squirrel bass. Actually, they could be one-pounders, truth be told. I just want to catch a fish. Well, I had a fishing partner this week. Y'all remember the fishing tournament, right? Oh, buddy, that did not go well for me. I I don't want to spend a lot of time rehashing that. reason is I accidentally ended up in my girlfriend's granddaddy's fishing boat. I ain't going to tell that whole story again, like I said, but I will tell y'all that I was helping him, and because of that, I didn't get to fish in the tournament at all. Didn't, Didn't drop a line in the water. Couldn't. It was like you can't be doing that two guys in one boat, and it just long story, not even not even short shorter than short story. You can watch, you can go listen with your ears to the fishing tournament episode, a few uh, several three four episodes back on the podcast if you want to know how that happened. But that's just bottom line. I did not fish in the fishing tournament that I signed up to fish in. Now my gal Cricket was sure glad for my help to her granddaddy, and you know that was a win. You know that was a win. I can see that. She sure was happy about that. Now she told me, uh, my granddaddy sure would like to go fishing with you, Tavin. And what am I going to say to that, right? Well, I'll tell you. I ain't mad about this fishing trip because I know what I'm getting into. Like, I know what to expect already. Like, it was a circus out there in the water. Nothing short of a circus, of a three-ring circus when I ended up in her granddaddy's boat. So I ain't going into this fishing trip with him thinking, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be just a perfect fishing trip where I can, like, catch fish. Uh, which is what you expect or hope to do. Uh, you just thinking, I'm going to get in the water, and whichever direction he want to go, whatever bait he want to put on, whatever pole he want to drop in the water, hopefully not the pole, but just the line that's attached to the pole, but you know what I mean. Uh, we going to do this, and that's it. So if, if I know I'm going fishing with her granddaddy, then I'm fine with that. It was just at the tournament, that wasn't the plan. I was helping launch his boat, and ended up out in that lake with him, and off we went. So this trip, I was expecting to hit the water with him. I was expecting that, so I wasn't going to be surprised. Like, oh, how'd I get in the boat with you? Like, I know that. That's what we do, and that's the plan. And he wanted an early start, so I was expecting to knock on my trailer door at 6 a.m. But to my surprise, I woke up at 4.30 a.m. with Cricket's granddaddy hovering over my twin bed. His breath smelled like coffee and butterscotch. Not the worst smell to wake up to, but that silhouette shocked my heart. I don't know why he didn't turn on the light. He's already in my trailer, so it's dark, and I just smell him, and I see him hovering. You ready to go fishing? 
That's what he said to me as he leaned over. I'm glad he said that because it kind of reminded me what my day is supposed to be. I mean, if he said, I'm here to take you away or something like that, I might have just kicked him in the throat and popped right out of bed so fast, so fast. But I remember, okay, you know, it all came together with pretty quick, you know, so I tell him, uh, just give me a minute, you know, kind of thing. He tells me he'll be back in the truck. Uh, and that's what granddaddies do. I mean, have you ever spent so much time with your own granddad, somebody's granddad? They in the truck. They be in the truck. Hey, where's granddad? He's in the truck. He's ready when you are. I mean, if he's dropping his granny, you know, granny off at the mall, uh, he might hang out there for a little bit, but once his soda pop's gone and he got his refill, because he don't throw it in the trash can neither like me, he back in that truck. He in the truck. So anyways, I'm getting ready. I got a tackle box and I also bring the snacks. So many snacks. I mean, wag bars, hot fries, Mountain Dew, peanut butter and jelly, which I already made. Good thing. He started honking the horn I knew I needed to get. Uh, but, uh, you know, them snacks, that's the only sure thing I got out on the water. There's a good chance I ain't going to catch a fish most days, but I can always be sure that I know how to open a snack. But you got to have the snack to open it. Well, it's about 20 minutes to get to the lake, and Rance don't open the, the bait and tackle shop till 6 a.m. That's Rance Barnhart. He run that, and y'all know that. And we are early for that. So Cricket's granddaddy, he don't like the radio on in the truck. He like to tell stories. So here we are. We pass a farm. He got a story about it. We pass a gas station. He can tell you when it was a donut shop and who owned it, that kind of thing. So we're bumping along in that truck, and I got my tackle box and the floorboard along with my snacks. It's dark. I'm tired. I know once we get there, I'm going to wake up. Did I mention he's pulling his boat on a trailer behind us? That's his boat. So when I say the lake is a 20-minute drive, that don't include if you were a man in his mid-80s who's pulling a bass boat and has a lot of stories to tell. So that's how that's going. So it's pushing an hour when we get to the lake. What did you say, Tavin? I said it was pushing an hour for us to get to that lake because when he start telling a story, his foot come off the gas pedal. That's about 5.38 a.m., and he parks that truck, and he starts to launch that boat. And, of course, I get out to help him best I can. You may or may not know this part about me, but I'm borderline competent out on the water. I mean, I'm just about there. Now, once we get the boat in the water, we throw our stuff in. Cricket's granddaddy tosses in his tackle box. I toss in mine. He tosses in a packaged fried pie and a senior citizen protein drink or something like that. I don't really know. I ain't really sure about that. Then I toss in my snacks after him. Then he toss in his fishing pole, and then I realize something. What'd you realize, Tabin? Well, I have to tell you, so far everything old granddaddy throwed in the boat, I did too. But when he throwed in that fishing pole, I realized what I did not bring to throw in that boat. In my defense, I was not ready when he came to pick me up. I was still... Like fast asleep in bed with the swamp cooler on, not ready for nobody's company yet. I had alarm set for when I thought he's gonna be there. But but he came in under that, you know, he, he came he slid right in under that thing. So you remember that though when he came and woke me up? So I was out of my mind with him hovering over me, right? Well, I got packed up, rushed out to that truck, loaded up all my gear, or should I say most of my gear. That's right. I think you see what's happening here. I forgot my fishing pole. 
And if you think we was about to take an almost hour trip back past two properties where he said, next time we drive past here, I got a story about them places. And did I mention that he takes his foot off the gas to tell stories? I think I did. So where does that leave us? It leaves me pushing off in a bass boat set out to be Cricket's granddaddy's little seaworthy sidekick again, steering the boat as dawn breaks and not a pole to fish with. Not a pole. Now you may be thinking Rance Farnhart's gonna open up that bait and tackle and he's a friend and he can loan you a pole. That may be true, but we are out in the water far and we ain't coming back to shore for a goodly while. But the good news is I'm a no pro fisherman and I bring the snacks. Is it bad to have a Mountain Dew at six in the morning? Not any worse than not having a fishing pole in a bass boat on a lake at six in the morning. We're maybe 11 minutes into this fishing trip and granddaddy has caught a bass. I ain't caught a bass this year at this point. And it took him 11 minutes and he pulled that thing out. He pulled it into the boat. He ain't got a live well. He just let it flop in the boat. So I just toss it back out. And a minute later, he rose in another one. I mean, he hit the honey hole, I guess. You can imagine if I had my pole, I'd be easily reeling in my first fish of the year. But I ain't got a pole. He's chuckling. He's having a good old time. So we're out there for a couple hours when I suggest maybe we go in for a break and I can grab a pole from Rance Farnhart. Well, Cricket's granddaddy checks his watch and just says, I think I'm done for today. Like that away. You know, he just kind of, he kind of checked out watching. He just, you know, just kind of speak out to the lake. You know, he ain't looking at me necessarily because, you know, when you're sitting in a boat with folks, you, you're kind of looking at other things, but you're just talking. And he just says, I think I'm done for today. Come again? You know, that's what I'm thinking. Of. Hey, he ready? he's ready to get on with his Saturday. And we are heading and loading that boat back up. And he's going to drive me back to the trailer park. That's how this fishing trip went. That's what we did. I mean, I heard stories all the way home, and the more detailed the story, the more he took that foot off the gas. And it ended up being just about an hour to get back to the trailer park. I mean, if you told me uh, two hours of your Saturday morning would be getting out to the lake, to the lake 20 minutes, I probably could have got there on my bike in 34 minutes. I would not have believed you if you said two hours of your Saturday morning and you'd be back barely, barely lunchtime, you'd be done with your fishing trip. But, uh, you know, I didn't write the story. I just lived it, and that's, that's what he did. I mean, I got all them stories. Cricket heard all about it from her granddaddy, and I guess it's better if somebody else is saying something nice about you because he, he's really talking me up. Uh, she, she did way better off hearing his version of the story uh, than mine because uh, I, I didn't have such fond memories like he did. Boy, he had a good old time. He got to leave when he wanted to. He got me out the door when he wanted me out the door. He got help at the lake. He had good conversation, I guess. Uh, he got to tell stories. He got to catch fish. Uh, so, I mean, he had an A-letter day or A-plus day or a red-letter plus A day on the, on the water. How'd I go? So, uh, I'm glad about that. I mean, what... What great company I was out on the water, according to him. So, I mean, I, I ain't mad about that, but uh, I sure did want to fish. And I was actually, you know, you know, it's on my calendar. And I had it planned. I was expecting him. Not as early as he showed up, but I was expecting him. So, anyhow, it's working out for him. And I guess for me, because Cricket loves it too, I will say 
that I am ready to catch a fish. And I do know that taking my rod and reel to the lake is a great place to start. So that's what I'm going to try next. I can't believe it. I still had some snacks left. I, I You know what I put on a, 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 just a sandwich when I got home? White bread and just peanut butter. And I, I don't do this a lot, but I heard about it. I got that Tavins honey from bees from Bee House Honey. And it's peanut butter honey sandwich. And you can put a little nanner on it. Not a black nanner. You want to steer clear of them unless you got somebody in your trailer or neighborhood that like to make nanner bread. But just a, a regular a ripe nanner. Not overripe. Hear me out. Just a regular uh, yellow nanner. And you put that Bee House honey uh, on there and you, you, it'll make your tongue slap your brains out. It is good. And you can get some of that Tavins honey from bees in the show notes today. Uh, check that. That'll be the first link that you see. Because... Uh, uh, you know, one thing I do, I do help folks with is the snacks, and I feel good. I ain't going to give you no fishing tips because I ain't even got, I, if I can't even bring my pole to the water and I ain't caught a fish this year, that ain't my place to say. But if I'm telling you, hey, Tavins Honey from Bees, good snack, get it on them sandwiches, uh, trust me. Trust me on that. So that's how that go. So now it's game night. You know, Team Burger Shed. We in the we in the heat of the softball season now, and uh, you know we had a softball game because uh, that's what we do. We don't, you know, people got schedules, and then there's some sports where you got a bye week. Like bye, see you later. Like you ain't playing this week, but uh, I don't think we got none. You know, did in our season, you just playing and playing and playing. That's how we like it. We don't practice. We just show up and play. Well, Team Burger Shed uh, is o one and one so the way that go is that out of the two games well three now and i'm about to tell you about how game three went uh the the o is for the wins the amount of wins that you had uh so far and i mean even if you just like barely good at math you know o is no you, you ain't got a number there it's just none and then one is for the losses and then the last one is for the ties so team burger shed is zero one and one uh, we're off to a bit of a semi-mediocre start this season, okay? All right, I'll be the first to omit that. I will omit that we are off to a semi-mediocre start. I was a little out of it last week after a disagreement with Cricket, but I was ready for a rebound this week. There ain't no rebounds in softball. I know that, but what I'm saying is that this week was going to be different. I showed up ready to play. Uh, Cricket and I, we, we on good terms now, and I think I even shot a little higher in her book this week because I went, as you know, fishing with her granddaddy and by fishing i mean he fished and that's how that went so here's how this goes i showed up ready to play apparently our whole team did too and you know our team and if you don't i'll tell you right now see if i can remember them all off the top of my head donnie wayne chambliss ricky don pearson rusty tidwell rance farnhart russell tucker mort dwidell myron curtis me who am i missing who am i missing cody mantell ain't on our team this year if you can remember our ninth fella that I'm not thinking of right now. <coughs> Did I not say Russell Tucker? It must be Russell Tucker I left off. And he liked to coach. Maybe that's why I forgot him. I don't know. So, now that sounds like we, we were going to destroy the other team because we all came ready to play, like I was saying. But turns out uh, they showed up ready to play too. Which, you know, that make for a good match uh, out on the softball fields. And Mary Beth Tucker, 
Oh my goodness! I mean, there is there's a lot of things. She's been mad. Uh, we all been mad. There's been moles, you know, the moles that little they dig holes, gophers, whatever you call them. They dig up the the softball fields, and they've been getting rid of them. And she work at veterinary. Like her life is, she loved to take care of animals. And she got a horse, and she got her own animals. Then she got the you know the ones she take care of down at that veterinary. And she goes, we got to be careful with them moles. We gotta we gotta find them a new place to live. I was like, I, they find them. They, all they need is another hole to dig. Just, I mean, they'll trust me. They'll find, they'll find land, Mary Beth. They don't need you out there, you know, feeding them, recasitating them, mouth to mouth, whatever you're thinking you're gonna do to make their life better. I mean, how did moles survive a hundred years ago without Mary Beth Tucker? I don't know. But anyhow, first things first. Mary Beth Tucker, she was working the concession stand tonight at the softball fields, and she had one of her worst ideas yet. And you might be thinking, if you know, if you heard some of the previous podcasts, like season one, for sure. Uh, you think, but that's got to be a pretty good, pretty bad idea to have and to be one of her worst, to, you know, to rank up in the, in the top one, two, three kind of thing. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, uh, it's up there. It's up there. Now, she didn't burn down the concession stand. And folks will argue that that's probably her worst moment yet uh, when she tried to do s'mores and a propane tank inside that little concession stand. And I will give you that that was a bad one, but uh, this wasn't much better. It wasn't much better. Tonight, she left her post, uh, which is in that little concession stand. That's basically about big enough for one and a half adults. And if you marry best size, uh, you ain't going to be too comfortable uh, with anybody else in there. And when Cheryl Grubbs worked it in the winter league, uh, she had her dog Jalapeno in there uh, sometimes. And that, that, gave, that made it a little, a little snug in there, two and a half. So she left her post uh, in, in that concession stand and decided she'd be one of them ballpark sellers. You know where they walk in the, in the stands and they say, hot dogs here, get your do- your hot dogs here, or whatever, like that way. Like she, you know, Mary Beth Tucker had a little, had a little uh, box of, of goodies and she's hollering in her bleachers. And the bleachers at the softball field at our game, I think it's five, six rows deep. And they don't, they, they, they metal bleachers. You know how they go, they ain't got the aisles up between them. Like if you walking in them, you stepping on people's seats, you know, right next to them. It ain't like them, you know, them big league games kind of thing. But Mary Beth, she thought this is a great idea. Only she didn't have hot dogs, y'all guys. She had snow cones. And it was a good idea for about four snow cones. And then they started melting. And she only brought a couple flavors with her to the bleachers. So between the ice melting, because she dumped it in a cardboard box instead of like an ice chest. And then the lack of flavors that she did bring. She's trying to she trying to shuffle on back to that and say, oh, oh, you wanted lime? Hold on, I know we got it. I just didn't bring it with me in the box kind of thing. And between, between all that, I mean, every trip back to that concession stand, that ice is just melting more and more, bleeding through the bottom of that cardboard box. It was a mess it was a mess not to mention there's a long line at the concession stand because nobody was there to serve them customers the folks that did want them hot dogs them skittles them soda pops or them them snow cones from the ice that still froze that ain't melting in a cardboard box in mary Beth's arms as she's hiking up the bleachers then little five six steps trying to say get your snow cones here and you don't even gotta yell that lot it ain't a big crowd it ain't a big crowd uh, so anyways, beside all that, it was five to five on the field, which is what I care about. You know about that because I'm I'm on the field. I'm a softball player. Oh, you know who I think I forgot to mention was myself. Maybe I mentioned Russell twice because I would have been the ninth player, Tabin Dillard. That's probably where I got confused. Anyhow, it's five to five in the sixth inning tonight. Rusty Tidwell, 
was a beast. He was four for four. That means every time he got to bat, he was getting a hit. By the sixth inning, he already had two home runs and five RBIs. That's right. It was five to five in the sixth inning, and all five of our RBIs, that's runs batted in. Oh, my eyes jiggled in the cup over here. Ooh, that's cold still. May get to that in a little bit. Rance, I mean, Rusty Tidwell had all five of our runs batted in. He batted in all them runs is what I say. I'd already dropped a soft single. I walked, and I lined the first base twice by then. So I had a pretty good night. I stole two bases, including home, but they said it ain't a steal because Mort Dwight Eld made contact and hit a double off the wall. But the way I see it, I broke for home before he made contact, so I think I stole the base, and it should go to me, but it don't. And you probably think of Mort Dwight Eld, I thought he only hit home runs or singles. Well, he hit it all the way off the wall. By the time they throwed it toward home base, he thought he could just kind of shuffle on down to second, and that's what he did. Uh, so when it was all said and done, it was Rance Fornhart who couldn't save me with a fishing pole on my trip with Cricket's granddaddy, but he could save the team with a bases loaded single in the bottom of the last inning, putting us ahead eight runs to seven runs and giving Team Burger Shed our first win of this very young baby newborn softball season. And that's how that went. We got free snow cones after the game, but Mary Beth had run out of ice spot in because, well, she tried to take her skills to the bleachers tonight, and it did not work out. But the idea here was that we did get awarded, like, you get a free snow cone. So we probably going to redeem them next week, but I felt like we got a free snow cone because they say, hey, you get a, you get a free snow cone, that's really what you would get. And uh, I ended up at the burger shed anyway. Oh, well, Bud's got milkshakes, so that's how that went. <clears throat> so we put up what they call a W in softball, and I put a W at the lake uh, with my girlfriend's granddaddy, but I can't tell you, I can't tell you how ready I am to go fishing and not just go to a place where fish are, but drop my line in the water reeling a big old fish. It's going to happen. So, and, and people have been messaging me on, uh, on the interweb uh, Instagrams mostly and text message, just getting in touch. And, and folks have invited me on fishing trips. I think I've been invited by to Michigan now, uh, Kansas, Florida, uh, to go fishing. And I, I'm, I, I have to say, I appreciate that so many of y'all are willing to help me uh, get to the next level. And guess what? I, I, I've been in touch with my buddy Cliff Pace, um, who's who I've been trying to help, you know, him, and he's helping me with the fishing. And I'm probably going to go fishing with him uh, this summer and do a little, uh, you know, do fishing. We're we going to go, he gonna, he's going to, you know, maybe he's the one to help me get the first fish of the year. I don't know. But uh, y'all can keep texting me because I appreciate that. I got some, and again, this podcast, folks is leaving comments on like the iTunes, uh, and that's been a big help. Uh, just a couple podcasts ago, we is we is shy uh, 200 ratings on iTunes. I was like, oh, if we could get up to 200, I'd appreciate that. And now we over the 240 mark because uh, of y'all. So if you ain't had a chance to rate this on iTunes or wherever you listen to this, uh, you could do that and leave a comment. All that helps because that's the, and y'all probably see that on the Instagrams and and TikToks. I try to use that and on the Twitlers too, uh, at Tab and Dillard. I don't mention Twitlers much, but uh, I still I do post up there sometimes. Uh, I, I use y'all's comments, you know what what y'all's are feeding back uh, to 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 promote this because uh, y'all are the one uh, who who help. Because 
again, like I said, y'all carry more weight. What y'all say, anybody's going to say their own podcast, you should say, oh, listen to my podcast. Why? Well, because it's my podcast. But if you say, listen to Tab and Dillard podcast, people be like, hey, may- maybe I should kind of thing. So that's how that go. And I do want to remind y'all, uh, it's the 4th of July. Happy birthday, America. Uh, appreciate uh, living where I live. And I know I know some of my, a lot of my listeners don't live in America. And I'll just say uh, July 4th is America's birthday. But um, I appreciate my friends all over the place enjoying these stories uh, from my neck of the woods. And anyways, because of that, there's a lot of fireworks be going on. You know, they uh, they starting up already. And then um, all the leftovers will take us into New Year's. So, you know, we're heading into the second half of fireworks season once July 4th hit. And July 7th, uh, I'm going to be in Yukon, Oklahoma. So I'm going to put that in the show notes under Tab and Honey from Bees. You'll see the, the, the first links, a couple of links are going to be for the Conway show, but I'll talk about it in a second. But July 7th is uh, Yukon, Oklahoma, Crave Barbecue and Hot Dogs. I'm going to be there. It's going to be a hoot. If you can make it, to a show, it's going to be worth the effort you put in. It's going to be a hoot of a time. I got some new stuff coming. Um, we got no pro fishing hats, and, uh, and they're going to be at the show, and they should be online pretty soon too. Uh, and then I got some stickers, you know, no pro fishing stickers that uh, they're going to go in, uh, I think, with the with the hats once I start promoting. This is another uh, thing I ain't said yet, but th- these hologram little no pro fishing stickers with the first 40 orders of them hats and all kinds of stuff. But that's July 7th. I'm gonna be in Yukon. July 8th. I'm gonna be in Newkirk, Oklahoma. And then uh, you know July 8th, 9th. I'm gonna be in Conway. And then that's you're gonna see that link for that four o'clock show and that 7:30 show. And then uh, July 13th, I'll be in Hardy, Arkansas at the Hardy Junction Music Hall. And uh, I hope to see y'all there. I know a lot of y'all are in other parts of the world or the states. And I'll say, hey, I'd love to get to y'all. Uh, if you got a venue or an event you think I can be at, uh, that's how it ha- that's how it go. Uh, you know, and I've been having these conversations with folks, you know, especially when people text me, is this really you? I don't know how to convince you I'm not a robot. Actually, I figured out kind of how to do it. I do a voice memo and I, and I say hey to them right back. And people are like, oh, my goodness, it really is you. Hey, y'all guys, I ain't bigger uh, then I mean, I, then I am, and there's a lot I'm doing. You know, when I say uh, text me, and I'll text you back. Uh, I'm the guy texting you back. If you see your comment on the Instagrams or the TikTok, and I, I said, hey, thanks for, the, I appreciate that, or thanks for the comment. That's because I topped that with my thumb or my finger because uh, I'm the one doing that. So when it comes to live shows, I ain't got somebody out there like hustling, hustling all, all that for me. You know, so if you got an event, holler at me. You got my number. You got my email. We can see if we can figure it out because I'd like to get to more places, but it just is what it is right now. So if you can't make it to one of those shows coming up, please do. I tell you right now, though, I hope all your fishing dreams are coming true. Good time, good season to fish, and I sure appreciate y'all joining me here on the Tavin Dillard podcast. It means a lot. I hope you pick up some of my honey. Tavin's honey from bees. You ain't going to be sorry. Check the link in the show notes. Share this podcast. Be sure to rate it. Holler at me at the Tavern Dillard Podcast about that shirt I mentioned earlier. Just text me. Yeah, that, I, I'd, I'd be interested in it. No, not really. Uh, I sure appreciate that. That helps me. I ain't trying to wing stuff out there that nobody wants. And hey, if you ain't drove an hour to fish and then realize you ain't got your pole, you having a pretty good week. Please have a great one, won't you? Until next time, I'm Tavern Dillard, and I'm saying we'll see you later. Bink, bink. <laughs>